Have you ever had to light a fire under somebody? Sharon Hornellstrom here. I was going to use a match or a lighter, and I thought, eh, some of us shouldn't play with matches, and I am probably one of those people. Today, our idiom for leadership, we're kind of doing a spell on leadership idioms, is to light a fire under someone. I'm more apt to say light a fire under someone's <clears throat> posterior butt ass or something like that, but that's the less polite and more direct version of this particular saying or idiom. I find the origin is of this idiom really interesting. I thought maybe it was from the time when they used to burn witches, but that really wouldn't uh, get people to do what you want them to do. And this idiom is all about motivating or encouraging or provoking or impelling or uh, pushing or keeping people doing something that you want them to do. Now, I say, have you ever had to light a fire under anyone, under someone or anyone because if you're a parent, I guarantee you've had to get your kids to do something maybe they didn't want to do when you wanted them to do it. Maybe go to bed, maybe do their homework, maybe help out with some chores, and you needed to find a way to get them moving and usually get them moving faster. <laughs> I remember I used to ask my son and daughter to do things for me because that's what parents do. I'd be like, go get me this, go get me that. If I was making dinner or if they wanted help with their homework, I'd be like, go get your homework. And then a half an hour later, they still wouldn't have returned with their homework. Usually my son... If I asked him to do more than one thing, it, forget about it. He would get sidetracked and lost along the way. <laughs> and so I only I learned early on with him one thing at a time. I had to ask him one task at a time, and then he would go do it and come right back. But if I asked more than one, something would happen along the way, and he would get sidetracked, and he wouldn't get back. <laughs> so we learned that we have to treat people differently in order to motivate them, to drive them to get the behavior that we want. So how do you do that? How do you, as you're growing and building your business, help to encourage people to do the things you want to do. I worked a lot in manufacturing throughout my corporate career and my businesses after corporate America have tended to be along the lines of manufacturing. The one thing about manufacturing that's unique and different than other businesses is that it often requires a chain of activities be performed in an efficient way. And if any place in the chain, there's a break in the link or a slowdown in the production or a slowdown in activity, that it slows down the whole rest of the chain. It truly is an example of the speed of the pack is determined by the speed of the, of the weakest link in this case. So I learned early on, we had to find ways to motivate people, keep things going and keep the line going. And so we needed to find ways to create incentives that people would do the best they could, keep up with the pace of their station or their position in the manufacturing process to continue to make sure that we had a good flow of product and, and coming out of the production line. So you can use rewards, you can share expectations, you can have processes and procedures and systems that work to maintain the speed or the pace at which you want to um, produce your products. But you have to find ways that are to reward people and motivate people that are important to them. And that's the tricky part because all of us are motivated by different things. Different rewards mean different things to different people. When I was younger, financial rewards, signing bonuses and things meant something to me. Now that I'm older, they, they don't. It's, I'm not as motivated by money as I was when I was younger. I'm not as motivated by material things as I was when I was younger. So you have to know who you're working with, who you're trying to motivate, and what's truly important to them. Just like when we're dealing with our customers, we need to really know what's important to them, what problem is it that they're trying to solve and why are they trying to solve it more than we need to just force our solution upon everyone. So we also have to understand and have 
consequences to people not doing things. If my kids didn't do their homework, guess what? They would get a bad grade and then there'd be consequences of that. They usually lost privileges or wouldn't be able to do some of the fun things that they like to do. So we have to have consequences that are appropriate to, I always say make the punishment fit the crime. Consequences that are appropriate to the situation. Um, some businesses and some business owners like to dock people their wages and pay if they make mistakes and things. I think that is one of the worst things that you can ever do and the fastest way to demotivate and to lose your good people. Good people won't stay where punitive uh, punishments are displayed or used. So that's one thing I say caution against. Don't ever think that uh, making punitive or punishing behavior is going to keep good people working with you and helping you grow and supersize your business. At least it hasn't worked in the businesses that I've seen try to apply it. <clears throat> so love to know your experience with lighting a fire under someone. Oh, I don't even know if I said where it originally came from. The practice originally came from, and was surprised to me, the profession of chimney sweeps. Some chimney sweeps were afraid to climb up the chimneys all the way to sweep up and clean them out. So I don't know who did it, if it was the people whose chimney they were cleaning or their supervisors or their boss chimney sweeps, but they would actually light a fire in the fireplace underneath the chimney sweeps to, in, to get them to climb up faster. They either climbed up the chimney faster or they literally got burned and they would be you know, lit on fire. And I'm sure there was smoke coming up the chimney after them, so that made them climb faster as well. I actually can visualize that one. That's a, an interesting one. I think it's horrific. I think it's a horrible practice. And it would be an example of maybe not the best way to motivate people, although I'm sure it was very effective in the time. Thus, the idiom, the expression, light a fire under somebody. So that's our idiom for today about leadership. Not sure lighting a fire under someone that way literally is the best form of leadership. But uh, share in the comments below your thoughts and your experiences with this particular idiom. And I will, of course, be with you tomorrow with another idiom to help you supersize and grow your business. Something to do with leadership. Any questions, hit me up in the comments below. Otherwise, I'll be with you tomorrow. Bye.